0: A life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. Live long and prosper. Leonard Nimoy.
1: Welcome to Five Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hello and welcome to another edition of our beloved film and movie show. My name is Kendall from the Norman Central Branch and today I am joined by my coworker, the very intelligent, the very smooth Darren. Darren, introduce yourself to the fine people listening at home. Hi, I'm Darren, and apparently I'm smooth. He is very smooth. We decided to get nice and nerdy with you today, and we wanted to cover some topics of sci-fi, fantasy, um, some some modern takes on some tropes, uh, other things related to the films that, of course, you can find on Canopy and Hoopla. Again, we are here for our recommendations and to try to fit them within five minutes, to try to convince you to watch them at home if you're bored or if you're looking to do on something on a Friday or Saturday night. Again, these are choices that we think might might be of some value to you so before we move on darren i want to give you a brief moment to say hello anything you'd like to uh add to our show we're excited to have you here today we're trying to reach out to more of our co-workers here and this is of course your first time um when you first heard about us doing this podcast what was your initial reaction of of talking about films i know you're a big film fan
0: i'm an extremely big film fan
1: yeah um, I was very excited, and and, and I, I can't wait. I heard um, before we reveal your choice. I heard that how many times did you roughly watch your choice before we actually sat down to record this? I heard it was multiple times. I heard <laughs> so I have borrowed it from Hoopla mm-hmm. three times, three times in okay. the last three months. Sure, okay, so. There's that. <laughs> There's that. Sure. And are you going to continue to borrow it? Is it a tradition at this point? No. I mean, it's a, It's more of a, like, you got to be in the mood for it. Sure. But, like, when I'm in the mood, it just hits right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are very happy to have you here today. And once again, I will say our topic for the week is sci-fi and fantasy. So... I, criticism aside, I will say these, the pickings on uh, Hoopla and Canopy are a little slim in the sci-fi uh, category. I don't know if you ran into this. Um, at least as far as you know, famous, you think of you know, The Matrix and you know, certain things, Star Wars. I noticed that there is, I think that's an area that these streaming services might have a chance to grow on one day. Um, did you run into this whenever you first thought of this? Or did you just think, hey, I love my pick. I'm going to jump into this. Well, I knew that
0: Stargate was on there. I'd seen that. Which, and, by the way,
1: that is your pick for the week. Right. right. Stargate. And okay. Stargate. Mm-hmm. And I had
0: seen that there was a few other ones, mm-hmm. and then I went and looked, and you're correct. There is very few, what I would call like big name science fiction movies, mm-hmm. they get really bad and weird
1: really quick. <laughs> sure. Sure. And, and, and that being said, that it's not necessarily a criticism, I think a lot of institutions especially like even Netflix. That was a big criticism of Netflix a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. was not having enough sci-fi and fantasy content. So I think it's, it's an area you're right that um, I don't know, possibly suffers from funding or attention. But anyways, we picked some that we think are going to be pretty solid. So, Let's dive right in. So we drew straws, and I drew the shortest or the longest, however, whoever wins that game. I'm going first, is what we're doing. So I'm going first. If you say so. Um, So, as always, we're going to have our lovely Wilhelm scream, start the timer for five minutes. (laughs) Perfect. And I'm going to dive right in. So, start the timer. All right. So my pick for the week is actually a kind of a combination. It's sci-fi and documentary. It's called For the Love of Spock. Uh, Spock is in Star Trek. Um, this is a documentary that came out in 2016. Uh, not You don't really write a documentary, but written and directed by Adam Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy's son. So the premise of For the Love of Spock is, of course, it covers Spock in Star Trek and in sci- sci-fi culture, but it's really more about Leonard Nimoy um, before, during, and after this Spock um, you know, rise and fall, and then also the legacy that he has going on. It was actually made, it started him and his son, um, Adam Nimoy, started making this film uh, before he passed away, but the film was released once he passed away. So um, he has some voiceover parts, some archive footage, uh, but it was more released in kind of honor of Leonard Nimoy and his life and his contributions. So I wanted to give a little bit of um, Information on how it's made, because I think it's also just a really neat point. Not only Not only is it about Leonard Nimoy and his talents, but it also has uh, interviews with uh, William Shatner, J.J. Abrams, Chris Pine, Nichelle Nichols, uh, George Takei, Zoe Saldana. Um, again, kind of the old and the new version of Star Trek in the original series. And then, of course, with the J.J. Abrams films, it's neat to hear these voices um, people that weren't even born at the time when the original series is on talk about the legacy, Zachary Quinto, of course, playing the new Spock, talking about what he came up against uh, entering that world. So you can actually find just a little bit of information. You can find this film on both Hoopla and Canopy. I suggest checking it out, but the reason I suggest you check it out is because just... Plainly right off the bat, it just was nice and uplifting and optimistic. There, it's, I will say, it's not, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. It definitely, it talks about darker sides to Leonard Nimoy's life. Um, some addiction problems he had, uh, family problems he had. Um, but it really is just encouraging to see people talk about one, Leonard Nimoy as a person, and then two, Spock as a character and how they, um, His contributions, honestly, not only did he make Spock, he really kind of created the Vulcans in the Star Trek universe, um, through ideas and creativity, but he also kind of put forth this culture of, um, outsiders and understanding and people really latched on to Spock, um, Originally, when the series first started, it was only three seasons, and then it got canceled, but through syndication, it later came up in the 70s, and people really just exploded. You know, the conventions, the Star Trek conventions exploded, and so it's really cool to watch this documentary and to see Leonard Nimoy, um, again, kind of start out from a struggling actor to this explosion, you know, not quite Beatles level, but explosion onto the, the popular culture scene, and see people, you know, coming to his house and bags of mail, fan mail and whatnot. So it was just, it was super uplifting to see something that Star Trek, I feel like innately is already kind of, um, kind of goes away from, drifts away from politics and darker subject matter and tries to focus on the positive aspects of our future and humanity. And so especially Spock, I think, encapsulates that too. So it was really just feel-good documentary to watch. Um, It was really satisfying, a nice legacy on his account. Um, Something I want to hit on as well is I felt like it was, I want to get your opinion on this, I felt like it was, for the most part, pretty transparent, though, um, for the good and bad. Obviously, it didn't tell us every single dark, dirty secret about Leonard Nimoy, but it, I mean, it talked They
0: did spend a good time talking about his addiction. Yeah. um, And how it affected his family directly, um, specifically his two children.
1: Sure, yeah, and and even um, his stardom. Mm -hmm. You know, how it affected them, how
0: his kids kind of hated it after. Initially, they were excited, like they got their pictures in the magazines and stuff. But then suddenly, like you said, there's
1: people camping out on their lawn and following them around. Right. I mean, just completely. And at the time, I mean, again, this was the 1960s. I mean, this was not a thing, especially for a television character. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. Like he had
0: said, his number and Mm -hmm. address
1: were in the phone book. That's right. When Star Trek came out. Right. And And so you could just find him whenever you wanted. (laughs) Right. And and, uh, if I recall correctly, I forget the magazine, but the magazine published his -hmm. his contact information as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, all
0: the fans, like as the, the, it was the fan club address.
1: So all the mail for all the fan club people mm -hmm. were going directly to their house. Yeah. It was crazy. And I love... I loved, I'm not sure about you, but I loved the idea about Star Trek early on, um, hearing people when it was pitched being like, it won't work. I think that was like a direct quote from Mm -hmm. one of the head's of um, one of the studios they were working with. And so it was neat to see Leonard Nimoy um, come up with the Vulcan salute and come up with the neck pinch. And the reasoning behind that, it wasn't just some fluke, it involved his religion and his... um, The thought process that he put into the character that you might not know. Yeah, exactly. Um, And even going at scenes where, you know, with the neck pinch, how does Spock subdue somebody without resorting to violence? Just these cool little intricacies Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that really just developed into this huge explosion, this larger-than-life type thing. Uh, ah, man, I have so much more to say about this film. Uh, I ran out of time, unfortunately. Again, my title is For the Love of Spock. You can find it on Hoopla and Canopy. Uh, I highly suggest you check it out, and I'd be very glad if you did. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with Darren's Choice.
0: Oh, hi there. We just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a few of our library services today. We are proud to be offering curbside service at all of our locations for pickup of physical materials such as all your favorite books and beloved movies, and we also continue to offer a treasure trove of digital items as well. For our purposes today, let us bring your attention to our streaming services Hoopla and Canopy, just two of the many perks included with your Pioneer Library card. Through Hoopla you can discover digital items ranging from ebooks to music to movies and television shows. And with Canopy, you can explore an impressive library of streaming film titles. And now back to our program.
1: All right, and we are back with 5-Minute Film Finder. I am your host, Kendall, from the Norman Central Branch, joined by my smooth co-worker, Darren, today. <laughs> I'm, gonna keep, I'm just going to repeat that even outside of the show. Smooth, Darren. Great. Has thank a nice, you. thank a nice you very much. <laughs> going to turn thank to you very it. much. Yeah, uh, so my choice uh, just wrapped up. I have so much more to say about my film and I just completely just blew right no, through my five No, you got Wilhelm Scream. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, so now we're going to hop into your choice, uh, which you had mentioned earlier, is Stargate. So, Darren, tell us about some Stargate. We'll start that Wilhelm Scream at clock timer and go whenever you're ready. All right, so like he said, I'm going to talk
0: about Stargate. Stargate's a science fiction film that came out in 1994 directed by Roland Emmerich, you may have seen some of his other movies like Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow. He really likes blowing things up. There's a little bit of that in this movie. <laughs> sure. It is one of his earlier movies, so it's not quite to the scale of you know the destruction of the
1: world or New York. Um, it also stars Kurt Russell and James Spader. Uh, I saw in your notes, I want to stop here really quick, by the way, Mm -hmm. Uh, it seemed like you were really excited that James Spader's in this film. Why do you say that? (laughs) Just because you had James Spader twice in the notes that you said. I'm relatively sure it was actually three times. (laughs) Was it three times? Three times in my notes, James Spader, yes. Can I ask why, by the
0: Uh, way? Personally, I think he sells the entire movie. Okay. Um, In the first, I don't know, 15 minutes of his character introduction, Mm -hmm. just sells it. And you ride his... Journey through the movie through the whole way. I think it's great. Okay, great. Okay. So, uh, Kurt Russell, James Spader, go ahead with the synopsis. Tell us what it's about. So, essentially, James Spader is an Egyptologist that has weird ideas. Turns out he was right. And there's wormholes. That's the basic. <laughs> that is a very, yeah. Basic plot of the movie. hmm mm-hmm. And they, you know, obviously have to journey
1: through the wor- wormhole. And they do that. And they go on an adventure. Yeah. And um, without giving too much away, it is, it is, I mean, they literally, they go through a wormhole and they kind of, they end up with an adventure that they're kind of <laughs> dealing with people mm-hmm. they run into. Yeah. And uh, um, I I, I want to jump in here and say, this is a movie that I think is like prime sci-fi 90s fun. Absolutely. Like grouping, like of course, same director, but with like Independence Day level of just cool alien technology because mm-hmm. there's. Aliens involved in this film. Um, Personally, the melding of the technology with the Egyptian motif... Works great for me, and I think it's awesome. I think it's great, and and something that I wouldn't say it's subtle because it's kind of in your face at times. But something that works for me with this film is that the aliens, the voice like modulators they used in the post production process for this film is just so cool. It's Mm -hmm. just so menacing to hear. Like, uh, if you haven't seen this film before, they sound very like almost like a transformer. Like you know, like that level of like giant robot. Even though they're like a person, it just kind of adds to this like imposing factor on top of this um, Egyptian iconography and all that Mm -hmm. stuff too. Um, So what made you choose Stargate as your film, your choice? Is it something that harkens back to you as a kid watching and you loved it or is it just something that I think, personally, it's it's really easy to Mm -hmm. watch. There's not a lot of, you know, uh,
0: thought that you need to put into it. You know, it's kind of a popcorn movie, but it really works, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk about James Spader again. (laughs) Because of... The way you see through his eyes in the movie, and uh, just his joy of discovery, and you know his journey through it—I think it really works. So, yeah, like and I, said, it's...
1: I think uh, James Spader is excellent too. And honestly, Kurt Russell—you know—he he is kind of a, a bored as an actor. Like, I mean, he's he's the the buff, you know, sure. action guy, but it works. Um, mm-hmm. I think Kurt, I I have a special place in my heart for Kurt Russell, especially for the thing nineteen eighty two. Oh, absolutely, thing. and and I'm not saying that he isn't great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's he's good in this movie. Mm-hmm. James I just Spader think that it.
0: it may not have worked mm-hmm. if James Spader wasn't there as well. Sure,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, I think this is something that it's it's obviously based on age, but it's something that's rooted in nostalgia for me. I can tell you, I can actually tell you like where and when the first time I saw this sure. film was. Absolutely. Um, so I think I think that's an excellent pick. Who would you recommend this to uh, for films they might well, like? Well, obviously anybody who has watched any of the TV
0: shows that were spawned from this film. Um, there's also books and uh, comic books that are available from the library, but. Uh, sure, so is uh, Science Star Trek, Fiction er, Star Trek Star Trek Star Trek, Star, f- yep. Star Trek fans I think are probably going to be more likely to like the movie and the show just because it's a little more cerebral than uh, you know uh, blowing stuff up
1: And Sure and, and the television shows what is it Stargate SG-1 Stargate uh, there's Atlantis SG-1 Atlantis Universe and I believe there's one other one I can't come up the name of. Okay, with. yeah um, I know even in my family I have some huge fans my wife is a huge fan of Stargate SG-1 Fancy <laughs> And so I think it's an excellent choice so um again I, I i like that you mentioned star trek by the way because it, it always groups back to like the upn days uh local as far as i remember they would show Star stargate sg1 and then like voyager sure, or sure. something too at the same time yeah. uh, you know the same nights uh, Yeah, so, like a good sci-fi block sure yeah Absolutely. yeah so i think this is this is a great place to start especially if you're looking for a popcorn movie and action movie but it has a little bit more substance there too right yeah, um, yeah like i said there's some you know there's some uh some loss uh, you know you, you go on a pretty good
0: journey um you know it's it's not a kids movie that is sure. rated pg-13 so there is yeah. some violence um but well, i guess we're out of time
1: yeah well no i think that's great and i'm, I'm thankful that you you mentioned that it's it, you're right there's nothing ex- explicit about it but right. it's it's probably more of an adult movie right regard. yeah
0: You a know, pretty good action for
1: teenagers and you know, up, yeah, for sure. Excellent. Action adventure kind of sci-fi movie. Alright. Well, there are choices for the week. That was For the Love of Spock and Stargate. Again, I am Kindle from the Norman Central Branch joined today by Smooth, Smooth Darren. Thank uh, you for having me, sir. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for being on. If you enjoyed this content, make sure to like and subscribe. Follow us for more. Uh, also, comment and reach out to us. Let us know if you have any suggestions, um, any questions that you'd like us uh, to answer in the future. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing this for you guys, and we hope that you use your library card to access these uh, streaming services that are allocated to you through your library card. Again, Hoopla and Canopy, you can find these films on there. Uh, An excellent library, and we hope to see you in the future. Thanks. Take care.